This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, please don't hesitate to give us a call at 791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. While at the website, please click on the radio link where you can subscribe to the show, and that way every week you'll be notified when we post a new show. Anywhere you get your podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. For today's show, we're going to talk about two different topics, smishing and wishing. But before we jump into that, let me welcome my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Uh, I was pretty good until you gave me the show title. I'm not sure I understand that one, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yes, thanks for asking, Greg. I am good. It's great to be here again with you. I love doing the show each week. This is like my reprieve from running the kids around, sporting events, my day-to-day work activities, and then the show. I love doing the show, and you know that. Yeah. So it's it's always a good time. It's always paradise here on Retirement Paradise. How about you? How have you been? I've been great. You know, and uh, I, I like doing the show every week, too. Um, it kind of takes the whole week and condenses it into one, and it's a way to, to um, just kind of sorted out, you know, in my, in my mind. And this is a yeah. great uh, episode this week. And as always, I got a lot of good references uh, for us. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds good. Now, um, again, I'm good, but I, I do admit I am a bit confused by the topic today. Maybe I misheard you, <laughs> um, but you said smishing and wishing. Uh, what is smishing? That's a new one on me. Smishing and wishing. Yep, that's it. Well, you know, smishing actually is a combination um, of SMS, which is the primary form of text messaging. And the other part of that is is phishing, phishing with a PH. And that is defined um, in merriamwebster.com is a scam by which an internet user is duped or deceived into revealing their personal or confidential information. So we often discuss ways to protect your retirement savings, but keeping your personal information safe is vital as well. Uh, It seems that criminals and scammers are always coming up with new tactics to get access to your information. And one of these new tactics is detailed in this recent article of uh, last month, September 2019, Consumer Reports. Uh, This one is titled, Smishing, a Silly Word for a Serious Fraud Risk. (laughs) Okay, so I get it. So smishing, rather, we know phishing, that's when uh, that's on the internet and via email, but smishing is basically the scammers. That's what it's called if they do it via text. I take it. Yep. You okay? You you got it. That's exactly what it is. So let let's um let's take a, a an example. So you you receive a text message from an unknown number, and it might say something like, uh, "Click below to gain access to your money," or 
uh, the balance on this account is yours. And it, will, it always includes a, a hyperlink that encourages you to click. And clicking on this link could give hackers access to sensitive and confidential information. So the hackers use similar tactics um, to those in the other phishing expeditions. So they might, be, they might pretend to be a government agency or long lost friend or even from your bank you know, or financial institution. In fact, in one instance, hackers in Ohio pretended to be representing the regional Fifth Third Bank. And these hackers convinced 125 people to turn over their banking usernames and passwords. And then they went on to steal more than $100,000 from ATMs across three states. Oh, my goodness. I mean, $100,000, that's a large chunk of change right there. Yeah, definitely. And according to the Consumer Reports article, these types of phishing attempts are on the rise. In 2018, the Federal Trade Commission received more than 93,000 complaints about unwanted text messages. Wow. <laughs> and that's an increase by 30% from the prior year. Oh, so and this is this is a real issue. Uh, you know what? I've actually s just started to see this. I never used to get texts from people I didn't know or that had links. But I'll be honest, Greg, it's funny you should mention this. Just this past, like I'd say three months, I've started to get these texts. And so mm -hmm. I don't know how my number got on some list or, or got on the radar of these scammers, but I'm starting to get these. Now, I know enough to delete them. I, don't, I rarely click on a link in a text unless I'm really 100% sure what it is. Um, but uh, how can we protect ourselves from these smishing attacks, as you're calling them? Yeah, great question. Um, and here's a few things to keep in mind when you receive those unexpected texts. Uh, so first, watch out for texts claiming to be from government agencies. For example, the IRS will never send you an unsolicited text messages. So that's, that's a red flag right away. Um, two, be wary of any text message that seems to force a sense of urgency. So some texts will attempt to convince you that uh, you gotta act immediately or you're gonna lose possible opportunities. Uh, and third, some smishing attempts may use your name or it's actually been reported that they come from a number that looks familiar. They get it from your contacts and it actually yep. looks like you might you might know the person. But the bottom line here is never click links included in any suspicious text message. Yeah. So what are some other steps uh, we can take or consumers out there, our listeners can take to avoid text messages from hackers? Well, um, best advice, don't respond to a suspicious message. And so they may even encourage you to Oh, text stop or text number nine or, or remove to, to opt out of these messages. And so don't do that. Likely responding will let them know that the number is active and it's a good number and you might get on the radar for other scammers and it's likely to increase the number of attacks. So just immediately delete all suspicious texts and then you can even report the attack uh, by submitting the, a report to the FCC or the Federal Trade Commission. And I really encourage people to do this because we've got to fight back to these scammers. Um, the FCC complaint website is consumercomplaints.fcc.gov. And you can report the attack to the Federal Trade Commission at ftccomplaintassistant.gov. And as this report mentions, um, Tony, they say, yes, smishing is a silly word, uh, but it can be a dangerous attack. And hopefully after today's episode, 
our listeners will be aware and ready for these new hacker tactics and tricks. Yeah, and it's good to know. I mean, we've talked about this word smishing and where it comes from. It's a combination of SMS, which is the primary form of text messaging, combined with phishing. So SMS and phishing, they get smishing, and it's how people are uh, taking advantage via text to your phone. Um, I really think this is important to talk about. Obviously, it's dangerous to your financial security. Uh, and you also went over some ways that we can protect ourselves from these fake text message attacks. That's right, Tony. And as a reminder, if you want to review what we discussed, or if you want to pass this show on, this episode will be available on our radio page as always, just like all the other episodes. You can also subscribe to the show. That way you're always kept up to date with the latest. So if you want to share this with somebody, go to the radio page and you can actually forward it uh, to them. All right. And what's that web address one more time? Yeah, you can go to our website at therogroup.org and just click the radio link um, or retirementparadiseradio.com. Oh, yeah. Retirementparadiseradio.com. Good. Uh, that's a great reminder. Yes. Um, thank you. And Tony, let's pivot to the other part of the conversation. Um, I The title of the show was Smishing and Wishing. <laughs> so let's, right. let's now switch uh, from smishing to wishing. Okay. Wishing seems like a broad category, though. Is this another financial security or hacker-related topic? Well, it has uh, little to do with hacking or fraudsters, but quite a lot to do with financial security. So first, let me ask you a question, Tony. Are you familiar with the famous children's book, The Little Prince? Yes, I've heard of it. And when I was younger, I, I, I've read it or had it read to me and I've read it to my children. Yeah, so that's actually a, uh, a very well-known book. And this actually surprised me to learn that the little on, this is on thelittleprince.com. The book actually appeared in 1943 and has sold more than 200 million copies across the Whoa. globe. Yes, all over uh, 300 different languages it's been printed in, and it's now reached more than uh, 400 million readers. So that's the story um, of a grown-up reconnecting with his inner child, and it's connected with readers of every culture all over the world. Wow, I think so, that's neat. It is a good children's book. Yeah, and one um, one of the more famous quotes attributed to the author, The Little Prince, applies to this discussion on wishing, and that is, a goal without a plan is just a wish. Oh, so, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so a goal without a plan is just a wish. I like it. Yep. And for a lot of soon-to-be retirees, um, retirement may be more than a wish than, than a goal. Uh, they may have hopes and dreams for their retirement, but without a proper retirement strategy or plan, it will remain just that, a, a wish. Wow. Okay. Uh, what are some steps then uh, that uh, we can uh, use to turn retirement, our retirement wishes into a goal? Well, it starts with a plan and a strategy. So let's take a look at four steps that you can take to turn that wish into a goal. One of the first things that you should do is analyze your cash flow. So do you know your, how much your, where your income's going, how much you're spending? It, it's very valuable to sit down and examine your cash expenditures. An easy place to start is to look at how cash entered and exited your account last month. Gather up your most recent statements and really take a close look at it. It's a good idea 
to go back several months and then find an average of your spending. You know, some months you might have some rare expenditures in there like car repairs or or a vacation and it's likely you aren't having to replace your brakes or you're not visiting the the Ninth Island every month. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's true. I guess um, I love to visit and would like to do it every month, though. Uh, and it would be great to go on vacation that often. But I agree, that's an unlikely budget option for most of us, especially myself at this point. <laughs> yes, yes, very true. Um, so when you look at your expenses, okay, what you should do is look to see if anything jumps out at you and surprises you. Are there charges that you didn't expect? You know, with the with the growth of microtransactions, um, the ease of subscribing on your smartphone, it's easy to forget certain transactions or those unplanned recurring payments. Um, people it's popping up all the time where you forget you subscribe to something or you started a free trial and it turns into a recurring payment. It's actually becoming more common. And in fact, it's become such an issue that a, one credit card company has actually changed their policy on them. And so this is according to a article on Forbes, uh, Forbes.com. Uh, title of this article was No More Automatic Billing After Free Trials for MasterCard Cardholders. So MasterCard will no longer allow businesses to automatically switch to billing after a free trial has ended. And, and they have oh, to have... Oh, I like that one. I like that one a lot. Isn't that great? I mean, they need they need now the cardholder's authorization. They can't just do that assume close to you. So for MasterCard, cardholders will now receive a an email or a text from them, uh, from the business that they subscribe to, requiring an author to them to authorize the new charges. Now, as wow. a reminder, this isn't the standard for all credit card companies yet. So just be sure to double check your accounts for those surprise charges. Yeah, that's always, always, I had that happen. Um, actually, MSN... Uh, Microsoft, we were getting $20 charges that we hadn't noticed and we're like every month. And I'm like, what in the world? And we look back, it's been going on forever. Well, years ago, my son had signed up for a, a Microsoft Live or Xbox Live account and it shows up on your bill as Microsoft. Mm -hmm. And uh, he hadn't used the account and had closed the account long ago, but we we're still being charged. So you got to watch out for that kind of stuff. Um, hey, we should take a minute here to let our listeners know once again how they can get a hold of you and let them know what you're offering. I know you uh, have an offer for our listeners today. Yeah, as always, um, if you want some more information on the show, um, for example, those websites that I gave about the, the text and scammer complaints, um, give us a call. Our number is 791-2924. Or if you'd also like a complimentary consultation, a review, um, help getting your assets organized, getting a retirement plan in place, um, for all our listeners, we provide that no cost, no obligation uh, consultation. All right. That sounds great. And as a reminder, listeners, this is the Retirement Paradise podcast. And our host, of course, as always, is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. And I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we've been talking about uh, some dangers to your financial future, two of them. Uh, in the first part of the show, we discussed a new type of fraud attack called smishing. And once again, I have to remind though, maybe those who just tuned in, smishing comes from a combination of SMS, which is the primary form of text messaging, and the word phishing, spelled with a PH, which is when fraudsters uh, get you to click on a link in an email or something online. 
Uh, but smishing is when they do it via text. And then we dove into another danger, which is wishing. And a wish is not a goal unless it has a plan in place. A wish is not a goal without a plan. So now we're working through four steps to turn your retirement wishes into goals. And I know, Greg, the first one you had for us was to examine our budget. Uh, what's the second step toward returning our retirement wishes into an actual goal? That's right, because a goal without a plan is just a wish. Yes, there you go. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, so the second step is to um, eliminate debt. So wiping out monthly payments on your car loan, for example, or high interest credit cards especially, uh, can free up more money for retirement savings. And there are possibly ways to pay down debt at a faster rate. Perhaps lower interest rates um, on cards. A lot of times you'll see these 0% um, promos for like 18 months. That's a great way to do it. Uh, refinancing or a debt consolidation loan. And, you know, discipline. Good old-fashioned discipline. You could even decide to postpone your trip or uh, something you're planning on spending money on to get rid of your debt first. Now, in some cases, it may be beneficial to consolidate debt. AARP.org provides a personal debt um, consolidation calculator designed to help you determine if a debt consolidation loan is right for you. And a recent article from The Motley Fool titled Three Reasons to Start Paying Down Your Debt Now uh, provides some ideas of why getting rid of debt may be the best option for you. And the first reason is that reducing debt today will help you save more for tomorrow. Time is an asset when it comes to your retirement strategy, but it can really be a burden when it comes to debt. So it's likely that the amount of return that you're making on your investments is less than the interest you're paying on some of the debt. So high interest credit cards is really what I'm referring to. That's that's the killer. And the type of imbalance there, if you have higher interest on your debt and getting a lower return on your investments, is gonna lead to negative results in the future. And that's not to say that you should only focus on paying off your debt. Saving is very important too, and just tuck, tucking a little bit away each month is a great start, but you really should work to eliminate debt so that your savings have more of an impact on your future. Yeah, good point. And a lot of people out there struggle with debt. It can be a problem for all of us. You got to get that paid off. What's the second reason to pay off debt today? Well, this one might come as a bit of a surprise. Now, according to this Motley Fool article, paying off debt might even improve your health. Um, dealing with debt can be stressful. We know that we're seeing, you know, the millennials coming out of college with debts the size of mortgages right off the bat. And the medical community has actually created a name for it, uh, debt stress syndrome, and it's become a worldwide health challenge. And according to uh, sciencedaily.com and a recent study from the National University of Singapore, uh, debt relief improves psychological and cognitive function, and it enables better decision-making. This was a field study conducted between uh, January 2015 and August 2017, and the findings were published in the journal uh, proceedings of the National um, Academy of Sciences. And the study found that having a debt paid off improved cognitive function and reduced the likelihood of anxiety. Oh, and, for sure. I mean, and we know that debt has a, a psychological as well as an economic impact. Paying off your debt could benefit your mental well-being as well as the balance sheet. Wow. Wow. I bet we all know that feeling of completely paying off a debt, whether it's something as big as a house loan or a car loan, 
or even a credit card or hospital bill. Yeah. I mean, um, when I sit with clients and they're really close to paying off their mortgage, um, you could see the gleam in their eyes. You know, when we talk about the mortgage and like, oh, it's going to be paid off in next year or six months or just a few more payments. It's a it's a big relief. I mean, it's like a weight's lifted off your shoulder. So uh, very important um, to have that connection with uh, the mental health of it, as well as the um, financial pact. Now, debt can actually have a a domino effect in your financial life. You know, if you miss a payment, um, there's penalties, interest can increase, uh, there's late fees assessed. So you may have to skip that bill to pay off the debt, which increases the other negative impacts of that fee and that account and so on and so forth. And your debt can get spiraling out of control. So paying off debt is a great way to help turn your retirement wish into a goal. I like it. And that's what we're talking about. So we we have uh, analyze your cash flow is one. Pay down debt uh, is the second step of turning that retirement wish into a goal. What's step number three? The third step is to consider your desired retirement lifestyle. Um, I always ask my clients this, you know, what what do you want your retirement to look like? Where do you want to live? How much do you want to travel? Um, what's on your personal bucket list? So once you've got your goals compiled, consider setting up a time to discuss them with your financial services professional. Even if you have an existing strategy, this this goal exercise can be really valuable to make sure that your strategy is in line with your intended outcome. And reminding yourself of the goals and repeating them um, is actually also psychologically beneficial. Yeah, I can imagine it would be. And now it's time for that fourth step to take retirement wishes to the goal line. Goal line, get it? Oh, clever, Tony. <laughs> you know what? You might want to write that one down. In fact, writing down your goals is the final step. <laughs> awesome. Writing down your goals helps improve your chances to uh, of achieving them. Uh, in a bulletin published by the American uh, Psychological Association in 2015, they asked, does monitoring goal progress promote goal attainment? And researchers found that physically recording information or writing down your progress does indeed have an effect on reaching your goals. The study found that self-monitoring helped achieve goals in a number of contexts, such as um, managing diabetes, uh, losing weight, and much more. Uh, simply put, you're more likely to achieve something if you write down what you're trying to achieve. There you go. Accountability, it can be a very powerful motivator, at least for me. That's right, Tony. So those four steps, analyzing spending, eliminating debt, visualizing your retirement lifestyle, and putting your goals in writing are usually not enough by themselves. Your retirement strategy will be constantly evolving and growing as your needs and dreams grow and evolve as well. And that's why I highly recommend working through these steps with your financial services professional. They can help you be accountable to your strategy and provide you with guidance, advice, and support along the way. All right. Well, as usual, our time has just flown by. Time is up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add, Greg, before we have to go today? Well, thanks to our listeners for joining us today for our discussion on the two dangers to your financial future, smishing and wishing. That's fun to say. I can't get enough of that one. Uh, visit my website at the RO Group. Dot org. You can also request a complimentary, um, no obligation consultation. If you have any questions on today's show or you want to help get a strategy in place or write some goals down for yourself, please feel free to give us a call 
888-789-2924. We want to help you get your plan together. All right. That sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.